Welcome to the Gladiator Seminars Podcast. Host Aaron Chavez each week brings you an inspiring person, interesting topic, or message to help inspire you to reach higher levels of awareness in your life and business. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Here, Here we, we go. go. Let's start the seminar. Hey guys, welcome to the Gladiator Seminars podcast. Today we have with us Natalie Fikes. She, in 2015, won the John Maxwell Top 100 Leadership Award. Uh, she also is the best-selling author of Empowered to Prosper, Discovering How to Become the Woman You Were Created to Be. She is a ball of energy. She is a master motivational speaker. And uh, with that, let's go ahead and start the show. Natalie! Hey, hey! Hey, how you doing? Super fantastic. How are you? Hey, doing great, doing great. Hey, thanks for being on the show. I know we tried to touch base yesterday. You gave me your Google number. Yeah, I like to date first. <laughs> Wasn't sure. <laughs> That's right. I'm like, she's giving me her Google number. I see how it is. Yeah, you know, <laughs> strange things be happening in the DMs. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> so what have you been up to? What have you been up to, Natalie? Man, I've been up. I've been up. That's all I can say is God is good. The great things are happening. A lot of speaking, traveling. And then I have like kids, strategies going on. It's too much. Yeah, it looks like you're busy. I know I've been kind of watching you from afar. Uh, it looks like you're busy, like you say, speaking. It looks like you, um, you know, your your trademark is the greatest MC. Is is it the greatest MC? The world's greatest MC. That's right. The world's greatest MC. That's that's right. I know. I again, you're a John Maxwell guy, like I am, and or girl, and uh, you actually won in 2015 the Top 100 Leaders Award, didn't you? I did. That was an honor. That that's awesome. I know. I saw you. I saw you come up there as top 100. I didn't know you at the time. Were you at John Maxwell's uh, training in 2015 then? No, I was nominated in one in 2015, but I didn't get certified until 2017. Okay, I got you, because I was there in 2015, and I don't remember, there's a lot of people there, of course, but I don't remember seeing you there. Well, you would have remembered me if I was there. I, I'm sure I would have. I'm sure I would have remembered you. You kind of, you kind of uh, stick out a little bit. Your, uh, your personality kind of is, uh, you got a great personality, and you're also, you wrote, uh, you wrote, a, you got a bestseller out there. What's, what's the title of your, your book? Tell us a little about your book. It's called Empowered to Prosper. Discover how to become the woman you were created to be. And it's basically teaching women how to live a bold, beautiful, and balanced life from a place of courage, a place of clarity, and a place of character. Awesome. What do you think about what's going on in the U.S., around the world, current events? What's your thoughts on kind of the state of the union? 
Well, I believe the State of the Union is really an opportunity to reflect on if we are really walking in our purpose as people. Uh Because it's easy to talk about the problems, but we individually and collectively are the solution. And so instead of being bystanders, I think it's a time for us to really look at our world and realize that we are creating this world. We're creating it by whether we are doing the things that we're supposed to be doing. We have too many doctors that are supposed to be lawyers. We have too many people in a corporate space that's supposed to be the new Google and the new Microsoft of this generation. So I I always look at everything from a, a, a place of what can we do? Because every day we're being affected by the decisions that we make or don't or choose to make yeah. personally. And, and that's how I... I eat the elephant, so to speak. Yeah, it's like people are listening to certain, like, they're they're reading certain things online, they're watching videos online, and it's affecting their well-being because they get so uh, negative and so... just caught up in whatever they're reading online or people are posting so i just like to me it's a you're you you're right it's just you got to be real careful you got to be conscious of what you're doing your actions are actually creating uh, our reality everyone's reality so absolutely and you know we're leadership people so everything rises and falls on leadership like John Maxwell says, and when you think about the the responsibility that you have every time that you post something, it's not okay to just have a broad opinion or uneducated opinion about a topic that you're just chiming in on or you're not really emotionally charged about, but because everyone else is talking about it, you want to chime in, you don't realize how you're influencing someone else's energy. Yes, yeah. And, and, and you, have to, you have to be responsible for that. And I think that if we would start there as everyday citizens, that we will see that people won't be so anxious and depressed and uptight because these are the people we have to lead. These are the people we have to love. And these are the people we have to live around. Yeah. So, someone's, everyone's so uptight, it seems like. But I have a motto, a mantra that's that I am necessary, and that's really what I go around speaking about, is that when you realize that you're necessary, you don't look at the problems. You look for solutions, and you realize that you are the solution to a problem. And if you just focus on the, the problem that you were created to solve, then you can be so distracted by everything else that's going on in the world. You gotta stay laser focused on that which you can control and what you can control is your decisions and the way you show up in the world each and every day. Yeah. 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 And, and like you say, realize that you're impacting your actions, your words, your thoughts are impacting everyone around you. My kids, for example, I don't know about yours, Natalie, but they, they're YouTubers. They don't watch T V anymore. They YouTube everything. And so they're watching these these influencers that have 10 million followers online. And I, I do. You, are your kids uh, YouTubers too? Are they watching YouTube or somewhat? Yeah. Um, I have a 14 year old and a 12 year old. Okay. And 
That's great. That's good parenting there because it's just you just wonder, you worry. As a parent myself, my kids are quite a bit older than yours, I think. Mine are 19, 17, and 13. So I just I worry about who's influencing them. We talk about that like you do uh, a little bit, but they're they're kind of they're they're just watching YouTube so much, and I just worry about who's influencing them and if they understand that you know that whole thing. You got to really kind of weigh. Who, who's influencing, who's in your inner circle? Yeah, so my kids are still way more impressionable, and we really don't do a lot of social media. Uh, but for your kids your age, it's a, it's a great tool to be like, hey, so what you watching on YouTube now? And they say, they'll tell you, and they say, oh, so, you know, what do you think about that? So you can at least see where they are. Yeah. If you know how a, a, a person thinks, then you know how they're going to act. So, yeah. it's a good place to be. Yeah, I've kind of I've turned my, my kids on to uh, uh, podcasts, too. Just like kind of like, hey, this is a great to listen to. Um, my daughter, my youngest daughter right now, she's really into Hamilton. Have you watched Hamilton? I'm like, everyone's going crazy over Hamilton. What's that? Yes. Oh, you are? Yes. I'm not really familiar, too, too familiar with it, other than what my daughter, she's singing, she knows all the songs by heart, and, um, oh, yes. <laughs> so I'm like, this is, this is a pretty, must be a pretty in- interesting play for a 13-year-old to be interested in it. Yes, I suggest you get get, get booked. So, uh, you got another book coming out? What's going on? What are you working on right now? I do. I'm working on for the for the corporate space. I, I have a signature speech called Unleash Your Inner Winner. So, I am turning that into a book and a training program. And I am working on my parenting book, which everyone is begging me for. So, um, yeah, um, head down, get it done, a lot of research, really good stuff. So I'm excited about these two projects. When are you thinking they're gonna? When are you gonna have them? When are you gonna have it done? The the book, the next book. Well, Unleash Your Inner Winner will be done. That target date is the end of the year. Okay. Wow. And. I'm, I have an aggressive uh, date for the beginning of uh, 2020 for my parenting book. Wow. Nice. Tell us your story a little bit, Natalie, kind of how you got to where you are right now. <laughs> well, a whole lot of faith and a whole lot of reluctant obedience. And what I mean is, you know, 
we have a, we all have a lesson, a story that we want so desperately to teach others, but we have to first master our story. We are the first student. So when it comes to unleashing my inner winner, I've had to get deprogrammed from what every being a people pleaser <laughs> from always moving so much, always being a new kid, always trying to impress everyone, and dying inside. I say I was an external success and an internal failure because I made everything about everyone else and I wasn't showing up at 100%. So I went through a corporate, as a young girl, corporate phenomenon, and bought my first house when I was 19, got married, successful, the cars, the house. But I was dying on the inside. Mm -hmm. I was really giving it 65%. And to everyone, that was great. And it was not what I wanted to do. It wasn't who I was. So I've had to unlearn in these 15 years of personal development, unlearn the external part of my existence and really tap into my internal inner winner. And since I've done that, it's like, oh my God, you're so confident. Oh my God, teach me your ways. Teach me your ways. And I'm yeah. like, wow, this is this is who I am, really. Yeah. And so I'm just on a mission to teach leaders to stop being this this crazy person. It's like you get a title and you forget to be a person. I teach parents, stop being this crazy person like you were never a child before. I teach on you know, relationships, on communication, and it's really just paying attention to, te attention to people and really being the true voice that is authentic and encourages people to be themselves. And it's really, really amazing how people say thank you for giving me permission to be me. Mm -hmm. So I'm really grateful to be in the place and, and stepping out on faith and moving to Atlanta not knowing what I was going to do, where I was going to go and things working out for me and my children. It's just, it's just amazing to tap into your instinct, into your true self and watching everything just play out. Yeah, having faith that it's all going to work out, and you're gonna you're gonna yep. end up where you you're supposed to be. Yep. What's your best advice for someone who's dealing with that voice that's negative that that's limiting them from becoming who they're supposed to be? So, first of all, we all have those voices, but what you feed is what's going to grow. And you have to understand, I call it the inner winner and the inner critic, right? So the inner critic has the right to say whatever the inner critic wants to say. It's fine. But how about if I don't think I can, how about I just do it? Since I think I can't do it anyway, let me just do it and let it just play itself out. And so if I, I'm not successful, then I prove myself right. And in the inner critic, but if I do it and I am successful, then I prove, I prove myself right <laughs> for the inner winner. But who do you really want to win? Yeah. The inner winner, right? So you have to give the inner winner the ball. Inaction is the quickest way to prove yourself right that you're not good enough. So just take action. Regardless of how you feel, 
and take action. People say, oh, you're so confident. Oh, you're so full of energy. Oh, you're so this, you're so that. I'm like, yeah, but it's not because I actually feel so confident, right? Yeah. It's just I, I am proving my inner winner right every single day so that that inner critic won't be so powerful that it, it's overbearing. Yeah, yeah. So you... Yeah, you do it and don't think about it. Yeah. Just take action. Just stop thinking. Yeah, stop thinking so much. I know just from I've watched, you know, watched you a little bit online, some of your videos, and I, you're just, you're a fun personality, and I think that's one of the things I, that really attracts me to you is just, just, you're just, you're very authentic in who you are, and that you're a lot of fun. Uh, I've never listened to you speak before, but I would imagine it's uh, it's <laughs> it's highly entertaining. I would imagine, so uh, that's cool. So, it, so when's your next speaking engagement? Where are you gonna be? Uh, you have anything coming up? Yeah, so I do a lot of private corporate events. So um, my next one is for uh, two thousand government employees in Louisiana. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's in two weeks, so, you know, they're underwater right now, so. Wow, yeah, they are, so you're going to have to take a boat in or something. (laughs) Something, (laughs) something, so, 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 you know, like the, the stats, the statistics say that one, like one in six people are dealing, like they're on uh, some kind of antidepressant, um, like four in ten are dealing with some kind of anxiety or like mental health issue, significant mental health issue. What do you think the solution to some of that is? Some of, uh, some, uh, helping people like get off of whatever they're on and um, kind of take themselves to the next level. Unleash your inner winner. I believe that is the answer to everything. Is because when I can just truly be myself, then I'm not anxious about anything. I'm not depressed about anything. Yeah. It's just be yourself, literally. And I think that there are too many people going along with the flow and a lot of bystanderism that's going on that's causing people to just sit when they have to sit with themselves they're they're sad because they know they should have said something they know they should have done something but that voice that's playing in the background that's mom or dad or auntie or that teacher or or that experience that you had that's holding you back I say be yourself or die trying yeah but when you sit in this inactive state where you're not, you're in a meeting and you have the answer, but because some bully in another department was like, stay in your lane, yeah. you don't speak up. It's like, speak up and then whatever happens. And that's why people love me on the stage. I'll do round off on the stage. I'll do, I'll be like, that's what I feel like doing. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? It's like, be yourself. And that's how I deal with my nerves. If you don't like it, don't invite me back. Yeah. Yeah. I I love it. I love it because that I think I think like we talked about social media, people are comparing themselves to like Kylie Jenner and all these other 
influencers and they should stop we should all stop comparing ourselves to other people and just be who we are be who we're meant to be period period that's that's it drop the mic period and point blank and I think one thing with me is that I'm around a lot of celebrities and a lot of you know big shots and all that other stuff and I'm like do they know they're standing beside a big shot I interviewed uh, the other uh, day Robert Hess from um, Hell's Kitchen. I don't know if you got it. He was in season five and six. We talked a little bit about this, and we talked about uh, just everyone has a everyone has God-given talents, like natural gifts that they're given, and you have to figure out what your natural gifts are and just go all in on those natural gifts. Just like you are, just like Robert Hess is. And Robert, uh, Chef Hess, he is, you know, I don't know if you've watched him, but he's quite the chef. Uh, did you? Are you a Hell's Kitchen gal? Do you watch that? I'm not a Hell's Kitchen. I, I be thinking all oh, hell when I go in my own kitchen and got to cook. <laughs> Oh man! I, I, well, we got. I, I actually re- recently got into Hell's Kitchen. It's a great show. But when we got a chance to interview uh, Robert Chef Hess, he, uh, you know, just like I said, it's all about natural gifts. What you're saying, be yourself. You know, my background. I think you know my background. Worked in education for a lot of years as a teacher, principal, school superintendent, and you see kids that come up through the system and they hit junior high and they just like they start hit it's, I hate to say this but junior high is you see a real dip in like how they're not excited about coming to school anymore what do you think that is Natalie why do you think kids hit that like hit junior high and like is it because they're still trying to figure out who they are it's the cocoon it's a cocoon, right? So when you're a caterpillar, you can just be a caterpillar. You know, in elementary school, it's like, crayon, yay! Yeah. Right? And then the middle school is kind of like, well, am I a kid? Am I a teenager? What? I'm not quite anything, right? It's that cocoon. It's where you're, you're transforming and transitioning. And then high school is like, oh, snap. My voice is deep and I got follicles, <laughs> you know, and... So it, it's just it's just the middle of the middle. I have a sixth grader going to the seventh grade, and um, and then I have a second grade going to the third grade. So I have the middle of the the first stage, and then I have a middle of the middle. Yeah. <laughs> so both right in the middle, and but because they have this great sense of identity and a great sense of purpose then you don't see them really struggle with it. But I started a youth organization out of my home. That's what got me on the top 100 with John Maxwell. And it was for high schoolers. And 
really it's about maturity because age really just is a number. But because in junior high school, they didn't really that grooming stage. It was kind of like free for all, figure it out on your own. They struggled a lot in high school. So I think it's at every stage, but I think the middle, you really get it the worst because you have no idea what you're supposed to be doing. So hats off you and all the other educators out there that can deal not with the teaching aspect, but that hormonal and and just lack of direction and and being able to, to do the best that you can. Yeah. Yeah, my I have my daughter's a fr- going into her freshman year, right this next year. So she's like exactly what you're saying. She's kind of coming out of that cocoon and, and finding who out who she is. One week she wants to be a mechanic. The next week she wants to be a marine biologist. So she's it's like it's fun. It's fun to listen to her like like explore all these ideas and. And I'm I'm really excited about where she she's going. You're you're right. It's it's exactly like that. It's a cocoon. So it's a cocoon. And what's beautiful in the cocoon is that you find out that it can be all of these different things. See, we're not the age anymore where you just have to be one thing. If there's something in marine biology that that's teaching her a skill. Right, and then there's something else, but the same skill. There's one ingredient, super popular ingredient that she has, and you know, she tomorrow she wants to be a a, a CNN commentator. Then that's fine too. It's okay, baby. Whatever you whatever you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. So your best your best insights. You know, my book. Uh, uh, hacking life, ten life insights every every high school senior young adult needs. So, what are your life insights? Like, what are your biggest insights that you would teach someone, Natalie? Like a uh, like a someone that's in high school, young, you know, or just someone like these are my best life insights or my life learnings. Well, well give me a couple. Give us a couple uh, of insights from you. Well, I have three insights that my favorite childhood mentor taught taught me, and that is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay. (laughs) It's grow up, show up, and glow up. So, you have got to grow up because people are not going to get you. Your gift sometimes is going to feel like a curse because it's so different from everyone else. But you got to grow up. You got to understand that it's not for other people to get you. You have to get you. And the truth is that all those other people that are talking about you just did not have the courage to wear their red nose every day. Mm-hmm. They have concealer over it. So just grow up. You got to take it in the chin. And, and sooner or later, it won't even affect you anymore. And you got to show up because they're not always going to say, oh, come to the stage. Oh, you're so awesome. Oh, you could be the best speaker in the house and, and nobody identifies you or acknowledges you. But you got to keep showing up. You got to keep putting 
put in the work. You got to keep paying attention to, to what's going on. And even if you have to serve the water, it's better to be in the place than to be at home talking about it. So you got to show up. You got to constantly be around. Let other people know that you're in the building. And when you show up, it's not in all present. It's in energy. It's in attitude. You have to show up 100%. And you got to grow up. You see, there's a lot of times where it's like, oh, we voted for this person. Or, oh, you, you, who are you? What makes you think you can do it? Guess what? You put in the hours. You put in the work. You've been studying while people have been overlooking you and, and not paying any attention to you and being talking about you and ne never letting you play in any of the reindeer games. But guess what? There is a foggy Christmas Eve that is designed for every single one of us. People die, people quit, people get laid off, people move, and you have got to blow up. When that opportunity presents itself, you got to grow up. you got to show everybody what you're worth and just leave it all on the stage because in the end, they're going to say, you know what, I always knew is something about you. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> but you got to grow up, you got to show up, and you got to glow up. Love it. I love it. I love it. So what's, what's your plans for the rest of the summer, um, this next year, as we close the year out? What do you, what do you got going, Natalie? Well, summer is just about over for us. We're actually getting ready to go back to school. And so I love the end of the year because I'm planning for the beginning of the year. Yeah. So... Again, I have these books, these projects. I'm booked up to the end of the year, speaking-wise. You know, I just got a lot of things going on. I'm really just becoming better at being Natalie. Honestly, that's my secret sauce, is just being the best Natalie that I can be. I'm always reading and audibles and yeah. people watching and talking to get to know other people. And so when I show up, I'm just a wealth of information. So I I just work, work consistently on bringing value to others. Mm -hmm. and, and that's by being the best Natalie that I can possibly be. Yeah. you got it. Have you guys taken a vacation at all this summer? though you guys gone anywhere my kids did go away for a week to, to Florida and we've been doing a lot of like here there and everywhere we didn't get to take our Myrtle Beach trip or any of that stuff but I'm gonna make it up to them because I was I was speaking a lot during the summer so um so you and then they have camps and stuff so I, I got something really good planned for them um a couple of weekends and then we're going to do a big one when they get another. Natalie Fikes, the world's greatest MC. Thank you for coming on the show. What's your website? People can go follow you on social media. Go to your website. What are those? Natalie Fikes everywhere. <laughs> Natalie Fikes. Natalie. Okay. Yep, Natalie Fikes everywhere, nataliefikes.com. Oh, I can't believe I didn't mention this. So I started, I'm actually launching, this is kind of like a big deal. Uh, I'm launching my Master Your Gifts Speaker Society on August the 5th, and it's it's a it's like a gym for your voice. Okay. So it allows you to get the clarity and develop the content that you need to be able to speak directly to your audience and master your message. And so 
it's for those that want to use speaking to build their business or to actually make speaking a, a real career. And so I'm teaching you the technical parts, the real parts about putting it together and creating an experience that speaks directly to your target audience. And because it's a gym, you get to work on it every day as opposed to going for a class every once or twice a week or a month. And so I'm really excited about that. Well, and then I'm doing my own conference at the end of the year, too, which is called Ready to Roar. Cool. So, so what's the name of the first one again, your speakers thing? What, say the name of it again. It's, it's called Master Your Gifts okay. Speaker Society. Okay, great. Master Your Gifts Speaker so Society. So it's going to be at com, and that'll be up actually on Monday. Oh, great. Great. Are you on Twitter and Instagram, too? I'm on Instagram and Facebook right now. Uh, I don't do a lot on Twitter, but I will. I will be starting. But I'm Natalie Fikes everywhere. Okay. And LinkedIn. Great. Well, Natalie, again, thank you for being on the show. Have a great uh, rest of the summer, what, what's left. And uh, we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, Keep thank- doing what you're doing. Hey, thank you, Natalie. Thank you for listening to the Gladiator Seminars podcast. Be sure to visit gladiatorseminars.com. Also, please feel free to share, comment, or send us a message. We'll see you next week.